Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Table Talk for Moms. I'm Kendra, and I am so excited to share a little bit with you about mom phrasing and how you can combat some negative phrases that you're probably saying to yourself again and again throughout the day and not even realizing the effect that it can have on you and your kids and your family and just how you look at life. This is something I struggle with, but I'm getting better at it, so I'm calling that a win. Mom freezing is for real a thing. Sometimes our thoughts are so quick to turn to, ugh, this is annoying, or I'm tired, I'm burnt out, I'm anxious, I'm getting so annoyed, etc. There's so many things that we tell ourselves day after day that aren't the most uplifting, positive thoughts that lead us down a road of happiness and joy to be a better mom and a better wife and just a better us. I'm constantly rephrasing how I feel in my state of mind. As a mom, or even just a woman in general, I feel we can be really hard on ourselves, which benefits absolutely no one, nobody. Social media is filled with videos and pictures of moms going above and beyond for parties, working their job that's flexible and pays them what looks to be a lot of money. It's a constant comparison game. And the worst part is, It's a lie. We all know it's a lie. And yet we try to live like the perfected images we see. I saw this video last week and it was like a woman going through the different parts that are acceptable for women. And it was something along the lines of hair from the eyes up is acceptable. And you don't want to be fat, but you want to be curvy, but you don't want to be too curvy. You don't want to be You want to have a six pack, but you can't be too defined or it's gross. And you want to have nice legs, but they don't want to be too toned. And it was just this list of what women expect the perfect body to be. And she was like, are you tired? Because you should be. This isn't real life. And it just kind of hit me. It's like, it really hits us every day. It bombards us. The social media of you need to dress this way or look this way or have a body that's this way or eat this stuff or go to this party to be seen as someone of importance. And that's not true. So it's just not healthy. And I feel one of the biggest reasons why we have such false unreachable goals as women is because of social media. The expectations and the things we perceive to be true on social media just aren't true. So we put these little thoughts into our heads about how we need to be, who we need to be, how we need to look, 
how we need to mother. And they can be so damaging on our thoughts too. Just our day-to-day thoughts as little things come up, these thoughts come into our head too. And so that is kind of what I want to talk about today. They can make you feel less than they are, than you are, make you feel like you're falling or failing. However, you can change your thoughts and it isn't easy. It takes work and it takes practice and patience and a whole lot of grace, but you can change your thoughts. This is something that I had a really hard time doing. I had a really hard time changing my thoughts. It was easy for me to just jump into the negative side of things and accept it. And then my brain would be able to move on to the next thing. I feel like as as moms, we just have to compartmentalize so many different aspects of our lives that it's as soon as we can come to a conclusion, then we can move on to the next thing. But it wouldn't move on in reality. These thoughts, my brain would keep those negative thoughts or perspectives and hang on to them and remember them and reflect on them. And then when those similar situations or thoughts would come into my head, they would build on each other and my brain. And it just became a place of negative feelings and emotions. And in therapy, my therapist explained something to me called neuropathways. She explained that these are little thought paths in our brain that take us to a final thought destination. It's just how our brain works and it's how our brain processes so much information that we're bombarded with. It's how our brain keeps us emotionally safe. And we like to have answers and conclusions to things, especially as women. We we know how to get down to the bottom of things and find answers. But when we believe these thoughts and continue to think them, again and again, they become these quick and smooth pathways or highways that take us to our thought destination even faster. So for example, when my kids fight and cry over toys, my brain goes, oh, this is so annoying. Kids, stop fighting. I'm so sick of the fighting. Give me the toy. The more they fight, the quicker and deeper my neuropathways get. And it's almost an instant thought. Stop fighting. This is so annoying. Give me the toy. And instead, this is when rephrasing comes into play. I can rephrase or reframe the thought to say to myself in my head, arguing over a toy is a part of being little, learning how to express yourself and your wants and teaching my kids they have a voice. I can help them through this rather than just taking the toy away and getting mad at them. And I can listen to them and help them learn how to communicate through something difficult or I can continue to go down this neural pathway that says, oh, I'm so annoyed. Give me this toy. And that will teach them to continue to fight over more toys. They won't learn how to properly communicate. So this is kind of where mom phrasing comes into play because not only are you helping your own brain open up to new possibilities of thinking, but it's also a way to teach your kids different ways of how to respond or react and communicate through things. So, um, instead of getting mad and getting annoyed, I can rephrase or reframe the thought. So to turn that into a neuro pathway takes time, a new neuro pathway to turn the thought from this is annoying. Stop fighting to this is a natural part of learning and growing as a child. I will step in calmly when they need help. My therapist described it as hiking through the jungle rather than the previous neuropathway of 
being on a fast highway that you're speeding down and you know your final destination and it's familiar to you and you know exactly where you're going. Creating a new neural pathway is similar to hiking through a jungle where there is no path. It's easier to stick to the thought that gives you instant answers and satisfaction or an easier grasp to digest and move on. It's like driving down an open highway is easier than hiking through a dense jungle you don't know how to navigate. But the thoughts give you two very different outcomes. From the highway thought to the jungle hike thought, it's going to take you two different places. So you kind of have to decide for yourself, where do you want to go? Where do you want these thoughts to take you? You can either take the toy away from your kids as well as a learning opportunity, or you can help them work on their communication skills and work on a resolution together in a safe manner that also leaves you feeling like you conquered motherhood that day. And you're open to different ways of thinking about when your kids fight or cry or complain kind of opens up your brain to new ways of thinking of things. So either way, it's all dependent on how you want to phrase and rephrase your thoughts and create new neural pathways. So do you want to stay on the highway of easy negative thoughts or... Are you ready to start looking deeper and rephrasing thoughts and feelings, but do the work and going through the messy jungle. You may have to chop down some bamboo with your machete and feel spider webs on your face. It's not an easy hike, but the view and the final product is going to be worth it. So hopefully after a few more examples, you'll kind of get a feel for what I'm saying and have a better grasp on rephrasing the mom phrasing. So I've asked my sisters, what phrases do they often say as they go about their days as wives and mothers that they want to rephrase and adjust their perspective? So I'm going to share some and how you can rephrase them to something more conducive and a happier and healthy life full of love, patience, and healing. So we'll get started. The first one, I am done today. Have you ever said that? I have said this phrase to myself so many times when the kids are fighting and I'm exhausted and dinner didn't work out. And it's just kind of this mindset of like, I, I, I can't do it. I'm done for the day. But what if we rephrase that and said, I have put in a lot of work today and I am feeling a little tired. Maybe a 10 minute nap or a 10 minute break would help me reset. Or today has had some situations that have made me feel small and tired and mundane. I could use a moment alone to reset. Or another idea, my kids have been loud and messy today. That doesn't mean it's been a bad day. It just means my brain may need a little break or some fresh air. I've given my energy to my kids who really needed it today. We worked through some hard things and I'm proud of myself. So there's a few different ways you could take that based off the situation, whether it's saying, I need a break, I need to give myself some time to reset, or you can say, today was exhausting because I did good things as a mother. And sometimes you may just kind of have to work through things of like, just because I'm exhausted and I'm feeling done today doesn't mean I'm a bad mom. It just means I have given so much energy to my kids and we've worked through some hard things today. I'm proud of myself for surviving. So there's a few different ways you can look at it and do your mom rephrasing, but... Another example is, 
I don't know how to do this. And I feel like as moms, we're all just learning. You know, we've never been moms before. We're, we're learning how to be moms. And so we can rephrase this to, this is new to me. I've never had to deal with this situation before as a, before as a mom. But I can take it one minute at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time. And I don't have to do it alone. I think sometimes as moms, we forget that other moms are feeling very similar to us. We're in the same boat and we can reach out to other moms for help or our own moms or neighbors, or it really does take a village to raise a kid sometimes. So don't feel alone. You have outlets, whether it's your spouse or grandparents, whoever it may be, people care about you and they want to help you and they don't want you to feel alone as you are going through motherhood. But Another example is I can find help and support. Um, I have never done this before. This is a new situation. It could be an amazing learning experience for me. And I can choose to see the positives in this learning situation. I can learn to grow with my kid. Another example, and I'm, I'm feeling this to my core right now. The terrible twos will never end. We can rephrase this to be, my two-year-old is learning how to manage their emotions. I get to be the example and help them create habits that could set them up for life success. Or another example, these days are long, but the years are short. I want to record some of these moments in a journal to look back on and laugh and remember that I survived these hard times. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like when I, at the end of the day, and I just kind of go back over things that my two-year-old did and say, it just makes me laugh. When in the moment I was so frustrated, but then I look back and I'm just like, okay, it wasn't that big of a deal. Tomorrow will be better. I can learn from this. So (laughs) terrible twos will end. Um, Another um, prompt that was sent in, I'm doing a bad job. We can rephrase this into saying, I didn't show up as my best self today. But tomorrow is a fresh start and I can do things differently to show up better. Or you could say, I'm giving myself grace for the past few days. They've been hard, but I can do this. And we are going to start or end the day with something that brings me joy. Or even, everyone is alive, fed, and knows they are loved. I'm doing a good job. Sometimes when we think that we're doing a bad job, it's just we had a few bad moments. But are you taking time to think about the good moments that you had in that day? The time where your kid smiled or laughed or ate all their lunch because they thought it was delicious. Those are the things that make a good day and and that show that you're doing a good job. So don't always focus on the things that went bad that day. There are so many things that also went good. You just have to look for them. We are jumping into an ad break very quickly because today's episode is brought to you by Vegamore. I am always trying to do right by my body, so when it comes to my hair and my scalp health, finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients always kind of felt like a trade-off. But with Vegamore, I get products that are made with clean ingredients and give me visibly healthy hair and scalp. All Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. I have been consistently using their Grow Revitalizing Shampoo and Conditioner and have been loving how shiny and healthy my hair has been feeling. 
I love pairing it with their Grow Serum and I'm so excited to continue seeing results. What's even better is Vegamore value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit where you get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. When you sign up for a monthly subscription, you also save more and you never run low on the products you need to take care of your hair. And if you're still on the fence, you should probably know that Vegamore sells a bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. Give yourself the hair you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, Table Talk for Moms listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash tabletalk and use the code tabletalk at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash tabletalk code tabletalk to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash tabletalk code tabletalk. Another example, I am a bad mom if I give my kids screen time, even if we all need a little break. Uh, (laughs) I think every mom can relate to this, but we can rephrase this to be, my kids enjoy electronics. Too much electronics doesn't fix our situation, but maybe for a small set amount of time, we could benefit from a small break from each other. Or you could also say, screen time also has some positive effects and may teach my kids letters and words and things better than I could. We could do some educational screen time today if they do choose they want to use screens for a little bit. Sometimes screen time, too much of it, or unsupervised screen time probably isn't great. But there's also positives to screen time. And sometimes you do just need a little break. And life on... Life online and learning how to use things online is a part of our kids' future as much as we don't like it. So they use them in school all the time and they really do need to learn how to use some of these digital products. So maybe look at it from that perspective of sometimes kids do need to learn how to use electronics and learn to enjoy them. So don't feel bad about electronics. (laughs) Another one I am the only one who cleans up around here. And let's rephrase this to be, I have a lot of responsibilities around the house and could use more help. Next time, I'm going to get my kids involved and we'll all do it together. Or you could say, all these messes and toys tell me my kids were learning and playing and they feel safe and comfortable in this home. I'm doing a good job at creating an environment they love. Or just because I clean doesn't mean my spouse or kids don't do other things to help. They are helping in other ways like laundry or working outside or cleaning up their own rooms. And I'm grateful for that. It's okay for me to clean up these toys right now. So sometimes we can kind of easily get wrapped up in our thoughts. And when we see only from our perspective of this is too hard, I'm too tired, I don't have the time, I'm overwhelmed, I'm sick of having to do this and that, when instead... We can rephrase our thoughts and perspectives by looking at them through the eyes of your spouse or your kids and say, is this really a big deal? Is this going to affect me in five years or is how I react going to affect them in five years? Am I creating a happy home with healthy healthy communication habits and properly teaching my children how to express their emotions and thoughts? Am I helping them form healthy neuropathways 
to think about situations that they find themselves in. My greatest helper in creating new phrases and neural pathways is by taking me back to my inner child or childhood and saying, if I was three, or you could use one of your child's ages, how would I want to feel if I made a mistake, a mess, or there was an accident? My parent would be upset, but I still want to feel loved. I want to be communicated with rather than ignored or yelled at or just having the situation take away from me or the toy. So kind of just living through your child's eyes for a second and be like, if if this were me that got into the situation, how would I want it to be handled? How would my best self show up and handle this and communicate this issue? Um, another superpower that I have learned over the years is to think for 10 seconds. When a big mess or accident happens, my neural pathways kick in and I speak and I'm mad. But now with some practice, and I'm not perfect at this, I've learned to stop and breathe, walk through that jungle a little bit, maybe cut down some bamboo, and think of what's another way I can rephrase this. And I just give myself just a few seconds to say, okay, is this a big deal? How should I handle this? So like I said, it's not easy, but have you ever gone on a hike or a walking trail and it wasn't always planned to rock free. It took a lot of walking on again and again to create this new trail. Just like neural pathways, they take some time to create new paths, which then lead to new highways eventually and healthy highways that open up our mind and to positivity and growth rather than just the easy answer of I'm done. I can't do this, but more of is there something I can do or say to make this situation safe and happy for everyone involved? Or what is it I really want from the situation and how do I respond or act to get to that resolution? Neural pathways aren't to take away from your needs and always be thinking of others, but instead to put your mind in a healthier place that you can find hope and positivity and healthy reactions that do lead to healthier relationships. Like I said, I'm not perfect at this. I work on this daily and some of my neural pathways are fast and deep and they are there for a while. And it takes a lot of jungle walking to try to create those new thoughts, but it is possible. And some of my rephrasing is my new normal and my mantras that I live by. It just takes time and it takes practice and patience and I just always have to say, Kendra, give yourself grace. You're doing the best that you can. (laughs) You've got some pretty deep neural pathways, but therapy and talking through ways of rephrasing negative self-talk is one of the ways that I have learned and I've had the greatest success with changing the way I think and I talk to myself. If you are wanting to rephrase certain situations and experiences in your own life, even just Taking a few seconds after an experience or situation happens and asking yourself, what are a few different ways I can take this experience? So you can go through a few different thoughts, take a deep breath, give yourself 10 seconds and say, this is hard to this new experience. I don't know where to take it here or there. And then you kind of go through the list of what can you take this What direction can you take this new experience? Is this a learning opportunity for both me and my kids? 
Um, something that I remind myself sometimes is when my kids like break toys or make a mess or color on something they shouldn't. Um, one of my new neuropathways is it's just money. We still have our health. We have our home. We have joy and we have love. It's okay that this broke. This could have been a lot worse. At least my kids are safe. So I hope some of these have kind of been helpful for you and just kind of understanding different ways uh, to rethink about situations that may be hard or difficult or the thoughts that you just automatically think when something goes wrong. <laughs> like I was saying, some of my neuropathways are deep and fast and they know their destination. And sometimes it's just like, oh, this is stupid. I'm done. I'm done. And now it's just, I take 10 seconds I take a deep breath. Sometimes I eat some chocolate as I think through things and just kind of say, okay, what are different ways I can respond to this situation? Another thing in therapy that I learned because as I was talking through different scenarios with my therapist of like, and then I was just so quick to anger when this happened and when this happened. And she said, okay, well, let's go through them now. Let's talk about what ways you want to switch your neuropathways now. So when those things come up next, your brain can be like, wait, I kind of have a new way to think about that. So um, when my kids want to pick up their shoes after I told them to pick up their shoes, then it's like, then I yell and say, hey, everyone come get your shoes or put your shoes away. You know where they go. And so then she said, okay, what's a, what's a new way to think of this? And so even after the situation, you can think of different ways to handle situations that maybe continue to reoccur. And then the next time they happen, your brain will be like, oh, there's different ways to think about this. So for example, with the shoes, I could say, oh man, what is currently happening here is not working. We need a new system when it comes to shoes because I'm always the one that has to clean them up. So maybe it's, maybe we need a shoe basket or something right here, or maybe we do a chore chart and they can get rewarded for putting their shoes away after checking something off on the chore chart. So it's just a different way of looking at things that maybe make you, I don't know, maybe this is just me, quick to anger as a mom that just are so repetitive. We're dealing with the same issues again and again. And so this kind of helps you create systems of, okay, so this system isn't working. How can we change it? Or have I had sit down conversations with my kids of, hey, I'm doing a lot to try and keep this house clean. Would you mind helping me out a little bit more by picking up shoes, your shoes? They're there every day. We're, get, we're tripping over them as we walk in. I would love if we could find something that works for both of us. Where instead, before, it was just like, oh, come pick up your shoes. So it kind of opens up those doors to also have those healthier conversations with your kids of, hey, I'm doing a lot because I love you. Can you do this because you love me too? And sometimes I feel like as moms, or maybe this is just me, but I feel like that's a part of the puzzle that I'm often missing is just having that conversation of this is why we do this because it helps with this and because ultimately it comes down to love. And so 
these new neural pathways that we can create can also create healthier conversations for your kids. And then that can teach them life skills on how to better communicate with their future spouse or their kids and or roommates or whatever it may be, their siblings, and just open the door to have healthy, calm conversations. So I hope learning about rephrasing mom phrasing has been a little bit helpful. And some of the examples I've used have hopefully been able to relate to you that may give you some thoughts and some ideas of, okay, I could handle some situations better in my life, ultimately to create more joy and less anger and less stress and anxiety in your own life. So I hope that this has been helpful to you when it comes to rephrasing life's thoughts that we turn so quickly into negative experiences that just build on top of each other. And the whole purpose of rephrasing is just to create joy and to create freedom from your thoughts that can just keep you tied down and just not excelling to be your best. So I hope the next time that you feel anger or sadness, you maybe just take a few seconds, just the 10 seconds I was talking about, you take a deep breath and just see how you could rephrase the thought or the situation and just maybe take the first step to begin the hike through the jungle. You're going to have to cut some things down. It's not going to be easy. Your brain is used to the way of thinking the way that it's always thought because it's just easy for your brain to just be like, oh, I know how to respond to this. And then compartmentalize, why can I say this word? Compartmentalize that certain thing and then move on. But again, it's not easy and it doesn't discredit how you feel at all. It's not about how you're making other people feel, but rephrasing can help you feel better about situations and see a new side and potential to what could be. And from this and learning how to rephrase my mom phrasing, I've also found more success in my relationships with my kids and my husband and my family. When you rephrase those negative thoughts that continue to come into your head again and again and again and think, okay, maybe what can I see from an outsider's perspective? And how is this really affecting the big picture of my life? And maybe there are things that are bigger and deeper that need to be worked through. But for the most part, I feel like our brains are so quick to get to that destination that they are so familiar with of like, oh, this is annoying. Compartmentalize that. And then it just builds on top of each other. Rather than saying, oh, this is a learning situation and we can communicate through this. So there's different ways to look at some of the hard situations going on in your life. You just have to start beating through that jungle and trying to get there. If you have loved this conversation, we would love to continue it. So we want to hear your thoughts on rephrasing your mom phrasing. So come over on Instagram at Table Talk for Moms and make sure to hit that follow button so you don't miss another episode of Table Talk for Moms. We will see you next week and thanks for tuning in. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.